You're listening to a Good Egg Productions podcast. Right, I need to take my chewing gum out, actually. I'm adding you as well, Atala. You did have some chewing gum, I'm pretty sure. I you, could tell, you could tell in the recording. Can you? I just had one or two chews. It wasn't that noticeable. All right, let me just... I, I literally just put these in, so let me power out the flavour. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Viper's Pit. Uh, I'm Ellie. Joining me today is Tyler. Hello. And Morgan. Hello. Wow. I mean, what a charismatic intros. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a week. Unbelievable. You can't believe you're throwing me off like this. We're going to keep it. We're keeping it in. I'm not cutting. Let's go, we're going to keep that. We're going to keep how... Just do the wow again. I want to prove to our audience just how awful you are to record with. Yeah, you make this <laughs> difficult, Tyler. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just say wow, what a week one more time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a week we've had in Valorant. Uh, we had some major upsets again. I think we said the exact same thing last time. Every week, upsets, upsets coming in. Uh, and as of about a minute before we hit the record button... We have a, a new agent just leaked uh, by at Valorleaks or Mike, uh, as Tyler believes he's called. I'm not yeah, certain on first that. First name basis, me and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> let's get uh, let's get Tyler to introduce the new agent Astra. So, this is according to a Don Hasey tweet. Don Hasey tweet. Uh, I think it's basically what we can gather from the video, but uh, it definitely looks spicy. There's going to be like a remote smoke activation, so like a like a brimstone slash killjoy kind of thing. I think from what I can see is like it's like you put smokes down, and then you can activate them when you need them. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Which looks really cool. Like that's so useful. It's it's kind of like a cipher cage, right? But more smoky. We don't. Yeah. Do we know how many smokes she gets yet. Not sure. Mm. At least not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like there's going to be a remote stun. So like these little things you place around the map and then you can activate them when you want like i said i think the best the, the thing in my head that's closest to this is uh a templar assassin trap in dota 2 which is probably a, kind of a niche reference yeah but that like, reference is gonna land with a lot of people <laughs> but like you you place them around the map and then you can activate them and stun people and so think of like 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 a breach stun but you can use it way more reactively you can get away with being really reactive with it. You don't have to, like, uh, be proactive. And, you know, they're probably more used defensively, I guess. Yeah, or you could imagine it, you know, say you're in a breach. You're, say you're playing breach and you're trying to clutch and you're trying to, like, somebody's on the bomb, you're trying to stun them. They know exactly where you're going to come from now because of the line of the stun. But this, you could yeah. put a stun on the bomb like you would kind of a killjoy molly and then swing off it and they don't know where from. I think that's a yeah, really exactly. good ability. Uh, the third ability looks like a remote activation ability that pulls you towards it. So, like, black hole style. Like, yeah. you, you place it on the ground and you get pulled in. Like, the combos. Imagine, you know, you get a five-man one of these into Razel or into a Soverall. Oh. I just wonder what, what, the, uh, what your accuracy will be like when you're being pulled. If it'll be like a, a satchel along bad. the ground. Yeah, or... I'd like it to be bad. It just feels so strong. If it, if it gives you jumping accuracy. Um... 
I think it depends how much you get pulled in as well, and how oh, yeah. quickly you get pulled in. I, I feel like with every agent that's been brought out in Valorant, every single time there's been a big group of people going, whoa, Riot, calm down, power creep, this is way too strong. And then you look at Yoru when he came out, and it was just like, it flopped. Oh, and you look Ra- at, Raina like, was the worst yeah, one. Raina, Everyone thought, uh, yeah. invisibility, GG, Valorant's over. Yeah. <laughs> and then, the ultimate, now this, this is the most interesting one to me, it looks like basically a massive wall that you put across the entire map that you can't see or shoot through. Oh, you can't shoot through it. You can't oh, shoot through it. Not like a like a Symmetra shield, but you can't see through it. Oh wow! Oh, I love that. I love that so much. It looks like you can you can take abilities through it. You can like flash through it, or you can, I'm guessing you can it. run through it, obviously. But you can't shoot through it. Wow! So I'm so excited for this agent because I my three most played agents are brimstone breach and cypher this is some weird hyper combination of all three in a way and i i can't wait like I, this is they couldn't have designed a more perfect hero for people who like to play supports and don't install duelists can't like, wait for you to I, throw all of our ranked <laughs> games trying to learn this new agent i, I can't wait i can't wait i'm really <laughs> excited I, I might have to put some money and buy them early uh this might be the only time i'm an insta locker but that 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 looks wild yeah, I I think this should be a nice change, and it will it will add nice options on how you play another controller. I think this could really shake up the matter in the pro scene as well. It's good. Which it does, could be really nice. I think a lot of people, me included, wonder where you can really go with a controller. Because um, mm. there are there are it feels like there are only so many ways you can put a smoke out, right? Yeah, I get you. But uh, I mean, this is different, I guess, uh, and we'll see we'll see how it plays soon. She feels quite like um quite a defensive agent, like quite reactive. Yeah. yeah. Almost sentinel like. Kinda of like a secondary sentinel. But that's really thing. good. You compare it to like Omen, who's like a pseudo duelist if you play him right, yeah. Definitely. So I, I do think that's that could be cool. For I think sure. It's very cool. I'm very excited for this. Very, very excited. <laughs> Should we move on to to what this podcast is is, is really about? Is the pro scene? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, Alliance versus Wave is the the main thing we want to talk about, right? Yeah. Just some crazy, crazy matches, uh, matchups. Sorry, uh, some crazy scoreboards and um, Alliance have upset a few teams here, including yeah. the the team that we all support, Team Liquid. Um, <laughs> Very uh, sad. I remember last week we we were speaking about how how Liquid looked so dominant on Icebox, yeah. Alliance coming <laughs> and walk all over them. I uh, wish there was a vod of that game. I'd love same. to see Kada just destroy them with the jet orb. Would it, you love to see that? I I, 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 I cry a bit, that. but like I I I want to see because I like, like I say we literally last episode called Liquid the best Icebox team in the world, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> and then and they just come and get bodied like that. Like I want to see how the hell they're doing that. It's yeah, hard to too. bet on Liquid nowadays. <laughs> Every time it yeah. looks like they're having a, a win streak, it just gets ripped under under the. I do think Alliance Wave is definitely the interesting matchup of the week to mm-hmm. talk about because if if at the start of challenges you had to predict the first four teams qualified, I guarantee Wave and Alliance weren't even in your top ten. Hundred percent. Mm. And like I think you know, we could we could easily discuss FPX and Fnatic and teams like that, but. It's been done. Like Alliance are a brand new team, no one's speaking about right now, and I I think they deserve recognition for their qualification oh, in Masters. 
sure. if you haven't watched this game, please go and watch it. It's very, very good. And like particularly the Haven map. Yeah, particularly the Haven map. Like the score is crazy. It goes to some mad overtime. Please go watch it. I mean, I wasn't certain of the of the score going. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I knew I knew it was going to be two zero. Uh, but watching the Haven game, I, I I had no idea going in, and I was just on the the edge of my seat for the entirety of the end. It's uh, very very good. Two clutches from Nico, who was looking so strong. Just great to watch. I have to say, I'm going to throw out an apology. To everybody on Alliance, to Banks and Mitch who built this team, because I was a doubter. I don't know about you guys. They put this I, team I together, too was a doubter. And, and I was like, I was like, congratulations on your tier two team. You know, hope that goes well. I, I didn't want to bring it up. I, I, I'm actually on on the record now as be saying that, that they're a tier one team, uh, and then you guys both doubted me. But it's out there. <laughs> it's out there, and I, I called it. <laughs> no, I, I have to say, like. We we weren't the only ones doubting this. I think a lot of people who followed the EU scene quite closely were like, okay, you know, they they might do some stuff, but they might not. And there was a lot of people doubting them. I'm definitely included in that. I didn't have a lot of faith in this roster, but you watch their games and they're playing together really well. To to me, a big standout part of that is Looker. Like he used to play the Jet on uh, Nip and teams like that, and now he's playing the Breach and he looks phenomenal. Oh yeah, that that man. He he took some time. He must have just grinded out some breach because, yeah. I mean, like I say, we're talking about this Haven map. He had 22 assists. Oh, yeah, that's... 22. It's like watching my breach gameplay, you know? It's oh, yeah. It's really top tier, really tier one, fantastic stuff. 22 assists is only half the story, though, because he also got 26 kills. He wasn't yeah. just sitting back and letting his team get everything with yeah. his kit. That's unbelievable gameplay. Honestly, he... he... I don't, I don't, I don't want to throw out the phase life life game because I do think he's very good, but like that, it was a phenomenal British performance. And I think if Looker didn't have the game he had, that probably would, that series probably probably would have gone the full best of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Wave looks strong. It's just, uh, I, I said Nico earlier getting two two really really impressive clutches uh, and overtime, and it's still two out. I really like watching Waves Haven anyway. They play the sky super well. Yeah. Like They get a lot of early info, and then they, they play reactively to that early info. They love that crossfire in A-Lobby. They love taking A-Lobby. Like I, I really, really like how they play Haven, and, and I think it's unfortunate that Wave got against Looker on his best day because yeah. the one thing I will say about the Wave Haven comp, though, is I don't get the brimstone really? i just don't i don't see haven as a brimstone map right? because Cause if it's you so look big, at the, right like yeah it's so big and you need smokes to take a lot of map control like a lot of teams smoke the top c long they smoke mid you know when you're executing a you need a heaven smoke and like you, it means that like, you can't like you know so like when you play an omen you get two smokes at the start smoke 30 seconds later and a smoke 30 seconds after that right you get more smokes but um, so Brimstone, you kind of like left counting smokes. I think on a map as big as Haven, I don't know if I mean they played it pretty well, but I do just wor- I do just wonder if they had access to more more smokes, they maybe could have done more because they were they were contacting a lot of places, you know, a bit like a LG we see in NA, right? They were kind of yeah. just contacting places, and that's fine when it works. But if you know, if, if if you're playing a bit off and you're not winning those contacted aim duels, you're kind of struggling. Like, I, I agree but disagree. Now, I 
I really like Brimstone. I always have, and I, I'm a huge fan when he got buffed. But I, I think you look at how they played it, they, they used it really well. And the the biggest, like, the two main parts that Brim has over Omen is, for, number one, the molly, right? A lot of teams, you know, they try to do that smoke and burst on Seelong. You put a molly in that smoke, good luck doing that. You look at them, they try and rush They try and rush up long. No, like, the molly is, Brimstone's molly is fantastic, number one. It adds a lot of good post-plants. Which is a big thing. You can plant, you can get have, off the side. They did have post plant lineups with that yeah. Brim Molly. Yeah, they did. And they used it really well. And then you look at um, his ult. There's, like, you look at back metal on C. Unless it's, a, unless it's a jet there, that's a kill. You look at um, a heaven. See, that's the thing. If you're out of smokes, so you can ult at heaven as you take the site. They're not going to peek you. There's lots of different stuff. Or, because another part of it is Killjoy is so prominent on Haven, right? Really good Killjoy map, so many great retake ults, but the Brimstone ult is a, is a direct hard counter, and you see that they don't have that Sova, they're playing the Sky as the informational kind of role, so with the Brimstone, you have the counter to that Killjoy ultimate. Yeah. An- another interesting composition question here is, uh, Kada on the Raze as opposed to the Jet. Alliance run no Jet on Haven, and they run the raise instead. Yeah, we we were talking about this as we watched the game actually, and um, me and El both said we said it it, it feels weird because I in my head anyway, it, Haven is a really good jet map. Yeah, you can do the old school ice paper hands. You know, <laughs> you you hold you hold a lobby, you take the first shot, you then jump on top of the boxes and hold short. Like yeah. you, you know, you can play on top of the boxes in mid with the op. And to be fair, he was opping with rays but i do think you lack the mobility to be able to be as aggressive it's like one thing we see in na quite a bit is uh jets will push down c long yeah. with the op and they'll play like an off angle and then dash away mm-hmm. and you just don't you get that kind that of rays. but i do think um for example like taking a short and things like that or clearing garage you get a lot of bonus with the rays there yeah it's definitely got its, its uses and um we saw one round they did a, a flash and boom bot, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really nice. Feels very strange, but if it works, it works. Uh, it's pretty good. That's, that's what I want to yeah. see. I want more stuff of that in, in Valorant as a whole. I don't think we're even close to the tactical ceiling of, of Valorant. Oh, nowhere near. Like, s- stuff like that makes me love the game. Like, you look, they, they flash their boom bot in so that they don't hear it, and then it gets a double kill. Like, what that whoever thought of that like the coaches the IGLs who came up with that kind of strategy that's so good that's so good and it that that's the stuff that's going to really allow them to keep pushing for that tier one spot and could ultimately land them a spot in masters a thousand percent speaking about compositions uh going over to the to the icebox game uh you notice that um wave didn't play sage which i for the rest I, for the rest of us it feel like it's a must pick right yep Save i, I believe I believe last week I called it a uh, soft inting, not playing Sage. <laughs> like, it, it, it's such a good Sage map. I mean, yeah. like, uh, these guys clearly know something I don't. But like, the the wall has so much value for just breaking up like a site. Yeah, I uh, mean, for using tube. Look, look at how look at how Alliance played it with the Sage. Right, they they ran the Sage and the Viper, and they they you look at when they take the plants up. Looking you about three or four different walls on B side. Yeah, they were playing it really creatively. They weren't just playing copies of other people's strats. They were really playing around it. Yeah, exactly. Like with, with that and the viper wall, you you shape the site to be exactly what you want it to be. And you can tell they'd practiced it. They knew what combo to do when. 
and they used it so well together and they could yeah, hold they different angles. It was really good to watch. But Wave's, Wave's comp isn't just no Sage, it's also three duelists. They have the Jet, uh, they have uh, Carcass on the Jet, Muri on the Rays, which honestly I, I back putting Muri on the Rays, and then Tribune on the on the Rainer. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I just don't believe it's going to work. They're just trying to plug it out, I'm assuming, uh, doing uh, something akin to a G2 game where they just try and take fights and i mean they lost so i don't know how well it was working for them yeah what well, one thing we probably should talk about is they've definitely made roster changes you know both teams have made roster changes actually since this yeah. game alliance have lost uh kriagon i think we yeah, said that we, yeah. we we decided that's how you pronounce it and um wave have lost tribune um I don't hate either of these changes. No, I said it before. Eccles is going to be playing on one of these teams. In my well, opinion. I hope so. I, hope I so. think Alliance. So I think, I think Eccles is the perfect fit for Alliance, right? Like he's played with Looker before. He knows Banks from his CS days. Like, I, I just think Eccles would be a great fit for that team. I'm not sure who's eye gelling at the moment. Oh, it's Fearoff actually. Fearoff's eye gelling at the moment. But I think um, you could let Eccles take over the smoker role. Yeah. And I think he'd be very successful. I, I think it might even be better if he doesn't IGL. Because he he never IGL'd in CS. It, Sliggy was teaching him to IGL. So he, he has experience on it, but not much. Fearoth has led Alliance to you know where they are now. They qualified. So I don't think you want to shake up the IGL. And the, the big problem everybody had with him as Liquid is like, oh, look at him, he's always bottom fragging and stuff. But, you know, he had that whole extra responsibility on his shoulders. Fearoth does really well, even with that IGLing role attached to him. So you put Eccles just to go nuts on an omen, I think he could have a lot of success. Uh, let's move back real quick to, well, we sort of breezed past it, Eccles getting dropped from Liquid. Um, how do how do we all feel about this? I mean, obviously, Deeply sad. a lot of sadness. Yeah, but... I mean, it's sad because, like, I mean... We watched Fish One Two Three from the beta, like, and you know, you saw the roster grow, and then Artist left, and then Scream came in, and they signed with Liquid, and I think you know, especially like uh, coming from the UK and UK esports being as lackluster as it is, obviously, it was very exciting to see a, a UK mainly team, but yeah. I do think it gets to a point where it wasn't working, and I think they they left it a good amount of time. You know, they weren't making reactive changes too quickly. They they mm. gave them the chance. Yeah, I, d- I do worry Eccles is being scapegoated a little yeah. bit as the IGL. Uh, you know, they had a few weak attacker sides and stuff, and that generally, you know, that's where the calling matters more. But I do... I do worry he's been scapegoated a bit, but I do think it's it was probably time for a change. But and you, you I think now. Yampi is yeah. such a talent and such a firepower upgrade on the jet orb. Like if that's if he's an agent, missing, free agent, how do you turn that down? Yeah, like that's what they were missing was that no, nobody really ran the op on Liquid, and Not they've since artists left. Yeah, then they they've said it themselves that definitely holds them back because if you. There's angles that they don't have to, that, like the teams that they play against don't have to clear against Liquid that they do against other teams because they know they don't have an upper and it really held them back. Like you look at when they, um, I've forgotten his name, the CS player who played with them before, 
Yugi. Yeah, Yugi. That was it. When they 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 pr- they like they brought him in for some scrims just to see how it would work, and like they liked it clearly to pick it up, and it gives them so many more options. You have Yampi and Scream on the same team. That's so much firepower. But there is an IGLing hole now. Now Liquid is gone. I know they said Link and Soulcast are going to kind of team up and do it together, but we have to wait and see how that's going to go. Yeah, I I do. I do always worry about joint calling. I think one clear voice just helps a lot mid-round. I, d- I do worry about kind of joint calling, but I think we just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're kind of speculating. Yeah, on the whole, I'm not I'm not really sold on the idea of like a dual caller, lots of input kind of thing. But I, I do think if any team can make it work, it'll be Liquid. Yeah, it's like you're coaching them. Like, if, if he has very specific ideas about the roles they fill as RGLs, yeah. as co-RGLs, uh, it could definitely work. And, you know, you got you got to have faith in Sliggy. Uh, we're all big Sliggy fans here, I believe. Yep. Of course. Slug Club for life. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I'm slightly worried about it because they have one more chance to qualify for Masters and they've just made a change. So I, I'm, not, I'm kind of not optimistic now that they qualify for this first Masters, but I suppose we'll wait and see next week they might just be accepting that they're they're not gonna they're not gonna make this masters they'll save it for the next one although they have played i believe they played with uh, like they've, they've trialed him before like they have done prac with him oh yeah it's not like he's he's brand new but yeah i the problem is so because of how the challenger series works you need points in masters in order to qualify for champions like masters points are your qualification through to champions so if they're kind of tanking a masters that means they have to do well in the next two Masters in order to reach champions. So it's a bold strategy, but I do think there's a very real chance we just get a honeymoon period liquid that just steamroll people with this new firepower. That would be lovely. I'm very excited to watch them play. And I'm I'm just excited. I mean, I'm excited for this next round of qualifiers anyway, because you look at the teams who haven't qualified. Liquid, G2, and Fnatic are the big three that spring to mind. Like, are they all going to make it? I would have put those three for like winning the first qualification. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would put them to winning masters. You know, one of those three <laughs> teams, and they're all like, "This is their chance to qualify for this level, this this round of masters." Uh, it has been a, like legitimately wild challenges. That's what makes it so fun to watch. That's why I love Valorant. You know, we've talked about it before, and it's like you're trying to rank teams. You're trying to say who's the best team in Europe right now. Like, how can you pin that down? Because it's also young. There's so many upsets, and it's so exciting. Like you can never skip watching a game because you know the result. You know, because you don't know the result. Anything can happen. I think, especially while things are online, still as oh, well. Yeah. Like it results vary so much online. Yeah. Like we don't know who who you know who are they going to be the strongest teams on LAN, and I do think that is a different thing. Mm-hmm. So right now it's just up in the air. But it should definitely be an interesting weekend. <laughs> Do you guys want to reveal the results of the game? Oh, the rush. Our oh. ranking, for example. This is something that you could have like <laughs> yeah. segued that into. I was trying I to don't, I in. don't do segues, I just cold cut. <laughs> so Fate to block. I mean the re- the reason anyone's listening, let's be real. The best segment in podcast history, the rush. So last week, if you didn't listen, I reeled off a bunch of stats in a minute. Ellen Morgan had to guess if the stat would be greater or lower for this round of qualifiers. I know it's tense. We're going to get the results right now, X-Factor style. Are you nervous? Because I'm, I'm nervous. 
I'm not nervous. I'm so nervous. I mean, you've got a lot to be nervous about, but... Um... <laughs> okay. So, Soulcast had 96 headshots in the, in the first open qualifier, compared to Scream's 95. Did he get more or less? Morgan, you said more. L, you also said more. You're both correct. Oh. Scream had 107 headshots, Soulcast had 67. I think that one was kind of a give me, honestly, yeah. but... So it's 1-1. One, one. Twiston averaged 23 kills a game in the first qualifier. Did he get more or less? Morgan. I said more. You said more. L, you said less. Mm. He averaged less. Oh. It's 1-0 L. No. Sure. Well, 2-1. Or do we not get points if we're both right? I guess. Yeah, 2-1. Fine. Just, I don't need to bump my score up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yassine averaged 2.8 ability kills a game in the first qualifier, more or less. He actually got exactly the same. He actually got 2.8 ability kills a uh, game. So <laughs> neither of us got a point. Neither of you got that right. Because you phrased the question badly. We could both get half a point. Two and a half to one and a half. Okay. Fnatic won 37 rounds of bind. More or less. You both said more. And you were both correct. They actually won 54. Three and a half um, to one nice. and a half. Yeah, they... Uh, I need a win here. They both... Uh, they they play more bind. Sorry. They play more games, right? Both of us got it right. Sorry. I, I just yeah, you both got that right. I the scoring immediately. It's three and a half to two and a half. <laughs> Maths. The average ACS of the last qualifier was 194. Higher or lower? It was higher with 195. Who got that right? You actually both... You were both wrong. Oh... You both said lower, and I think your justification was there's worse teams or something, something stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, so. it doesn't really make sense. We're we're bad. Yeah, you were you were dying on that hill actually, Morgan. I remember. Yeah, I was. Uh, we also we didn't see a single one v five clutch. Will we see one this time, Morgan? You said no. Yeah. Ellie, you said yes. We did not see a one v five clutch. Oh, of course, that, so that, that was an that easy point. one. You could have got that one. Three and a half to three and a half. I just I just have you know I like seeing them, so I was betting on them. The uh the last one we did, Viper was played in seven different icebox compositions in the first qualifier, more or less. L, you said more, because you were saying teams are just going to start plugging Viper in. Morgan, you said less, because you think we've seen all the variants mm-hmm. that we can see. There was actually eight this time, there was more. No! Giving the point I'm to L. so good at this, <sighs> that's four and a half to three and a half. That's the end. Was the eighth one the one that we were talking about earlier in the wave game? Oh, it could be. I I did I didn't actually check what the new comp was, but there was one new comp, so oh. it, it could be because that was kind of a that was a weird comp for sure. So L, you get the double, you yeah, you get the big dub. I wasn't worried. That's easy. Well done. Ah, oh, that's fine. I'll pick it up next time. I've actually got I've got I've got a new game for us to play. Oh yeah! Oh, I love games. Last week we had Rush, as you've already we've already discussed. I got the the W on that one. I I wanted to keep because obviously Rush is Spike Rush. I wanted to keep the the the, the theme, the naming theme, and I've gone with ranked. <laughs> ranked. <laughs> Are you just gonna queue some ranked? What do we have to do in ranked? <laughs> so I'm expecting this to be a little bit more serious, guys. No jokes, no bits. <laughs> okay. All right. I want answers. Yep. And I want them. Fast. Of course. I'm not going to time you. I'm just going to assume that you're going to go fast. If only there was a word for going fast in Valorant. Maybe Russian. I can't think of it. I can't think of one. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the, the the way this game is going to work is I'm going to give you two players from NA or EU, mm-hmm. uh, and I want you to tell me whether you, which of them you think has the highest rank uh, on is, the leaderboard. Uh, this is yeah on the on the leaderboard mm-hmm. uh, in the game. This is as of the 27th of February. Oh, okay. So what the actual like ranked leaderboard? Not who do we think's better no, or no, on no, a better this team? Is the actual rank. I've Who's got a, the better I've got a number? Who's the better rank star? Player, yeah. Oh, okay. This is fun. Uh, I'll split them up into into the, their roles on their teams, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll 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 start with an initiator, an initiator ranked match, breach versus breach. We've got Sender, who's on uh, Team Vitality, and Dead Fox from Heat. Oh, I'm gonna say Dead Fox is higher because I reckon Dead Fox is more of a pug guy. I'm gonna say Sender. I, I feel like those guys are all, all spam ranked. In my head, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm going to go what, with Sender. Your head vitality just yeah. scrimming ranked. Sender's nuts. <laughs> Sender is nuts, but I, I think Sender's going to be spending more time on the server with his team figuring out breach combos. And Dead Fox is just going to be fragging out. Because especially Dead Fox made the move from CS pretty recently. I reckon he's grinding ranked. Yeah, uh, it's good logic. I'm, I'm going to play the devil's logic and go with Sender. Your your reasoning there was was very good, Tyler. Unfortunately, you were incredibly wrong. Oh no, Morgan, Morgan, you were right. Thank Sender you. is indeed a higher higher rank than than Dead Fox. I tried to make the first one an easy one. I know we all oh, love no. send, watching Sender go play. So Sender's yeah. rank is nine hundred and thirty four, his rating, and Dead Fox is a six hundred and eight. So there's quite a, quite a big difference there. The second ranked match we've got here, uh, a central one, Killjoy versus Cipher. We've got Wave Zick or Zeke, I think it's Zick, mm-hmm. versus LG, Luminosity, Aproto. Oh, it's got to be a Proto. You think? I'm straight in on a Proto. The Cypher player. Yeah, a Proto is a goat. A, bo- a Proto is cracked out of the wazoo. Plus, NA leaderboards are easier. A Proto all day. Yeah. We haven't, this is we haven't spoken about Luminosity you, right? much here. Um. I think I'm going to agree with you there, Tyler. I, you know, I mean, I, I could probably make Immortal in the rank to on oh, no, no, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> gonna go with the Proto. Yeah, uh, you're you're both wrong. No, uh, oh, <laughs> you're so confident. No, Zit uh, has got 777. A Proto is 578. So another big big difference there. They're going to get harder now. Okay. Oh, they were the easy ones, were they? This next one. I'm not sure whether you'll get it or not. Uh, it's it's kind of a personal one to be honest, but I thought I'd throw it in there. Tyler, you're you, you've done you've done a fair bit of coaching in your time now. Yep. Uh, and I picked out one of your one of your ex players. So this oh is no! Initiator Sova versus Sova. Ah. Uh. Prophecies Waddle versus a hundred thieves Hika. <laughs> I'm saying Prophecies Waddle. No, right. It, oh, see, this is no, 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 no. I'm back. I'm back in my boy. Right. I'm back in my boy. Waddle. Waddle is a sick initiator. He will be on a tier one team within the next year. I'm saying Waddle. Actually, I, I've seen Waddle play, and he's very good. And I know that he plays at a very high rank in EU. Hiko got quite high on the NA leaderboards, but I I can't. I think he got to like thirtieth or something like that. I can't remember it off the top of my head. So I think I'm going to go with Waddle as well because I know he plays at like the top level of EU ranked. Okay. Uh, you were both right there. Waddle oh, let's go. is indeed a higher rank than Hiko. Oh, uh, let's go, Waddle. That's a big shout out to Waddle, right? He is solid sober player, great guy. Yeah, go watch some prophecy games. Go yeah, go watch prophecy mods. Absolutely, back Waddle better than Hiko, hundred <laughs> percent. 
All right, so uh, our next our next rank match is a, a duelist. This is NA versus NA. Uh, T1 Spider versus TSM Drone. Oh, oh, I'm gonna say TSM Drone. I don't see. I love right, Spider is uh, in my head. Is Spider the Overwatch guy, who was who was the Widowmaker who was cracked out of his mind? Spider is the Overwatch yeah, guy. Yeah, Spider's the, player. Spider's the Korean Overwatch guy who is like honestly what. Again, I'm going to send you guys to go watch more VODs. Go watch some Spider Wid- uh, Widowmaker gameplay on Overwatch. Yeah, I- I'm going to go with Spider. I'm going to go with Spider. Uh, and then Drone, of course, being a excellent Phoenix main. A fantastic, arguably the best Phoenix main. Certainly and I know he streams ranked. I know he streams ranked, which is why I'm saying Drone. Okay, I'm going to go with Spider. Uh, what's the score so far? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's... I'm, uh, I'm up by one or two, I think. Yeah, you're up by one. Uh, I think it's 2-1 then. Who said Spider? I said Spider. Morgan, you're up by 2. Oh, hey! It's 3-1. Yeah, it's a close one to be fair, but Spider's on 6-6-4, Jonah's on 6-3-9, making them both better than Hiko and a Proto, um, according to the ranked leaderboards. Penultimate ranked match, Duelist, Raze versus Jet, Wave Muri, who we were just speaking about, versus Raise Your Edge, C-Ned. Oh... oh. That's a tough one because C. I reckon C. Ned's a ranked grinder. Yeah, I, I reckon he, he grinds. I'm gonna say C. Ned. I'm gonna say C. Ned too. We're all C. Ned fans here, but unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, Muri oh. is a higher rank. This I'm is really so hard. bad at this. I'm so bad <laughs> at this. It is a lot harder than I was expecting. So Muri's on seven four eight and C. Ned on seven thirteen. Our our last one, our hardest one. I would say they're very, very close here, and they're at the very top. Uh, this is a controller. Omen versus Omen. Footballish Sturban versus G2 Patatech. Oh. oh. I, I know I, I know Patatech is very high, yeah. but I'm guessing they're both very high. I've seen Patatech on the leaderboards. Yeah, I, I have as well. I know he's there near the top. I'm pretty he, sure I mean, Patatech's top, top 10. Very good. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say Patatech. My gut says Patatek, but my gut's been wrong like three times now. I'm going to go with the other option. Sturban. On yeah, I'm going to go with Sturban. Yeah. You are right, Morgan. Morgan, you no have way. dominated ranked. Thank you. Which is why you're a higher rank than Tyler in Valorant. Of course I am. Thank <laughs> uh, you. I think we should keep reminding him of that. I, I, I don't know how that went so wrong for me. I thought I was being it's really hard logical. To I mean, our logic was good. It's it's so hard to predict. It's hard to know how much these players grind ranked. It is. It is a part of. It is a part of that. You just get the ones that have grinded the most have got the highest rank. That's gonna yeah, happen. It's 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 nice to know that there isn't uh too much direct translation as into uh ranked grinding and strength of pro team. <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> There's probably very limited correlation there. That was a very good segment. Yeah, that was, that was good Thank fun. Thank you. Uh, it wasn't good fun. I hate losing, but thanks. <laughs> I, I needed a win today. I've got one ma- one last matchup. Mm-hmm. Ranked versus Rush. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Morgan? I'm, I'm back, well, in, the, I'm back I, uh, in the Rush. I uh, I obviously won ranked and lost Rush quite hard, so it's got to be ranked for me. Thank you. Morgan is correct. It is ranked. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Now you're like five up, I think. Is it about time we we do our classic round out of the MVPs of the week? Sure. I'm happy to start. Yeah, go ahead. I think my MVP is the best MVP. My MVP for this week is 
FPX's Dimasic. Mm, solid yes. choice. Now, I yeah, I very nearly picked him because after the meadow changes, they brought in Dimasic. A lot of people, you know, who didn't watch like uh, the CIS scene were like, "Who is this guy?" And like he kind of played similar to Meadow for a while, so everyone was like, "Oh, what? You know, where's he come from?" And then we saw him this week against Fnatic on the Haven game as Cipher. He drops twenty eight. He's plus sixteen on kills. He walked all over Fnatic. He was just finding timing left and right, and we know that's hard to do against a team like Fnatic that are so structured. Like Dimasic, absolutely gave it to them. He was he was. Always fragging out of his mind. Super clutch player. Like, I think he he did so much for FPX. And I think now I can I can see the change between him and Meadow. I can see the difference in playstyle, and I can see why FPX like him. Yeah, I was definitely skeptical when they um, made this change. But I mean, it's worked so well. Like, look at his numbers. Those are crazy numbers for a cipher. They are. It's it's so fun to watch. I mean, I, Cypher has a reputation for being very boring. I know there's a lot of people who will refuse to play Cypher. I'm adding both of you directly. <laughs> uh, who will refuse to play Cypher because he is quote-unquote boring when you sit in a camera. But he's not. He's so good. You spend 30 minutes in selfie mode. <laughs> I think it's so fun. It. Um, <laughs> it's nice to see what a really good Cypher can do. Yeah, yeah. So that's... He is my MVP. I think he... He carried a lot of those games, specifically the Haven map. He he carried that map, and I think he's one of the main reasons that they're now in Masters. Yeah, very good. Very good choice. Uh, I'll go next. Before I give my MVP, there is a, there's somebody else I want to shout out to who I would have given my MVP to, but they are not a player, and I respect the rules of the game. Uh, <laughs> and th- that's, that's Mitch Mann who did a fantastic job of the cast of Brave of Alliance with a lot of skin in the game. <laughs> that's very that's very interesting, because Mitchman was going to be my LVP, uh, my least valuable player, for deciding to cast and be like the coach of a team. Oh, uh, he didn't decide to cast. That's not, that's not fair. Yeah. I, I, I he would have been uh, given that game. I think he did a very good job of casting that. I don't think I could have remained. Oh, um, yeah. Imagine having, to, imagine having to cast your own team. And you yeah. have to sit oh. there when your team loses a round and just talk about what they did bad. <laughs> that that was that must suck. He's my honorary mention, but my uh, actual MVP goes to Nuki on Heretics, which is uh, a match that we haven't talked about. But you look at when they played OG. Now, I think OG showed themselves to actually be quite a good team that a lot of people didn't rate highly enough. You look at their, their route to this final game. They had to play best of threes against Team Vitality and Guild. Right, those are not easy matchups for a team like OG. I don't think, but I think they did really well. They they won both of those games, and then they come up against Heretics, right? And Heretics are obviously a good team. They they added uh, Rubino as a sixth man, so we were waiting to see how this works. And then Nuki comes out uh, with an average combat score across two games of three hundred and ninety seven. He, he gets he goes plus twenty six on his KD ratio and has a. Uh, 12 first bloods compared to three first deaths. He is the only he was the only duelist uh for both their ascent and bind maps and he he played the role so perfectly. The way the way he opened up sites and uh, just I mean the general fragging that he, he did on the raise was great to watch. Really really good stuff and really dominated OG which as I said are actually a surprisingly underrated team and I think they could have caused upsets if it wasn't for Nuki just just going crazy. 
So he's my uh, MVP for this stage. He really put in a good show. Two solid choices. Uh, I've got an honorary mention as well. Uh, we spoke about it a, a bit. My honorary mention is just Eccles. I just think he's a solid <laughs> player. And I really do hope we see him on either Wave or Alliance. Hopefully a, Alliance, I think. But that was, that was my honorary mention. <laughs> my honorary mention is Eccles because he seems like a nice boy. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay my actual mvp uh we talk about eu scene a lot on this on this podcast it seems uh but mine's from na mine is uh envy's food oh, who looks yeah. he was crazy incredible yeah did you see that finals uh finals against yeah. sentinels yeah where he just oh he just frags out he just he was finding timings left and so, right on that the was beach. so fun to watch there's, there's that one great the clip was all over Reddit. The trigger discipline. Oh, yeah. Where he's hiding in the that corner. That was amazing. It was so good. There was actually only... I believe there was only one match where he didn't get above 50 kills. It's just... It's not just, like, being good. Because obviously, any decent duelist can get those clips on, on Reddit. But the consistency is what you're really after in a duelist. And he, he just played amazing. Yeah. Um, really, really impressed. I think that's, uh, that's us, right? Unless anyone's got any LVPs. Oh. I think I gave mine away. <laughs> I I I would strongly disagree with Mitch Wan as an LVP. As I say, he was my honourable mention. I think he did a fantastic job. All things considered, I do because... love him. I I do I do love him. I don't want it to be to be hard Mitch Wan VM. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was very funny watching him cast a game where he has a uh, you know real yeah, stakes I mean, in he, it. He held it together so much better than I could. Have. Like I, <laughs> I I watch any teams like. Um... Any teams that I even care about, like you guys have both watched Liquid Games with me. I have to pace around my room and like I have to go take breaks because I'm I'm getting too stressed and like Li- Liquid I don't even know one I exist. Time in the beta, <laughs> you picked up your headphones, threw it across the room, and stormed yep. out. Like, <laughs> I just that was a rant game, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm sure it was. Uh, maybe it was a rant game. Uh, I remember it being a Liquid my, game. My favorite, my favorite ranked game moment with you, Morgan, was when we lost a clutch. And you got so angry, you spent the entire buy round looking outside of your window to calm yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I care far too much about this game. And uh, if if I had a team that I was involved in, and I had to even watch that game, let alone cast it to thousands of people, I, I, I would fall apart and just probably sit there and cry every time they lost a round. So, huge respect to him, <laughs> he did great. And obviously, um, yeah, shout out to Banks as well. I mean, it's, it's a real shame we're not seeing him on the, on the VCT. I think him and Mitch Minor are a fantastic duo. I'd like to see them back together. Uh, if you want to see Morgan Rage uh, at Autumn Limes on Twitch, oh, what? That's the shame come that's follow. Plug. plug for plug. Yeah, watch uh, uh, watch me carry these two and uh, cry when they throw. Yeah, you'll see why we complain about Morgan in those games. <laughs> okay, that's that's been the Vipers bit. Uh, thanks for watching. If you enjoyed, uh, be sure to go on to, to iTunes where you can leave a, uh, a review. We might read some out. Leave us your hot takes. We'd love to see your hot takes. Leave us your hot Valorant takes and we will judge you for them. Yeah, or just agree with me that the sheriff is better than the bookie. (laughs) That's so rough. Uh, One of the two. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We've been the Vipers Fit. Bye-bye. Bye.